and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we reach back into your childhood, pick out a movie, give it a rewatch and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back. You watched it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it and now you show it to your friends and they're like, what? What am I watching? Why? What? Why? Why this film? And I'm joined today by Anna. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Your chosen movie is 1990's Three Men and a Little Lady. The IMDb breakdown. Three ex-dads quickly discover how empty life is without their little lady and go to outrageous lengths in their efforts to win their daughter back in this critically acclaimed and equally charming sequel. So, why this film? It is just pure 90s it is as 90s as you can get the clothes the houses the just everything it feels very oh and it's new york always wanted to go to new york still haven't been it's on my list on the list but i i think what i really loved about it it's three dads and they love this little girl yeah more than they love themselves it's so wholesome and progressive yeah yeah it is it it really well before its time they are co-parenting three guys and mum in a house and they are there there she's got her biological dad jack and she's got her honorary father (laughs) and her other honorary father and you know it just works and all well two of the the dads are creatives one is an actor um the other is uh an artist yes yeah and he's drawn this beautiful mural on her bedroom so good the family and it's it's wonderful um and her mum is a performer as well she's an actor and um the other dad is an architect so sim- i'd say creative oh uh, yeah and clearly all very wealthy <laughs> but yeah. they all live under one roof and it's just a beautiful relationship and as you say it is it feels really progressive in yeah. that they're they're all just mucking in and their com- their thing in common is how much they love Mary they love her so much it jumped off the screen so i was vaguely aware of three men and a baby is the initial one and it, and it and it always it's always been in the peripheral of my life of like oh that's like almost like a joke movie yeah like it's a punchline movie but i'd never seen it and i didn't know what it was about and i can assume and then this was the sequel which on on letterbox was having awful reviews as, as sequels often do and and yet it it, it delivers exactly what you want yeah. from a 1990 movie called three men and a little lady and not only does it deliver exactly what you want a wholesome charming comedy yeah. it you're right the absolute adoration just seeing men unproblematically and with low low stakes have this relationship with their daughter because you never really get that in a movie no. you never just get the 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 stakes and the and the worries and the antagonizing isn't anything to do with the relationship between the daughter and the dads no like their relationship is wholesome and whole and it remains so throughout the entire movie anything that's gonna hiccup that in terms of plot happens around that and so there's never a moment 
where she's like, I hate you. No. Or they're like, we can't do this anymore. It's always just, and, and when it gets close to things like that, it's just conversation, like so and many conversations. This is what I loved happen. as well. Uh, in, in the family dynamic, there is, of course, that the, the four adults and Mary, um, who's the, the, the daughter. And how often is it, it's described in the film as, as a commune, but no, it isn't that. How often is it do you get three male friends who talk to each other, communicate well as adults who um, are, are under the same roof? I just thought it was really, it's really beautiful. And you don't, you don't get men of that age with male friends that talk the no. way that they all talk to you one another. You don't see it in movies. You no. don't see it in real life. Like, it's almost fantasy. Yeah. With I had no idea. I, I think you can go into this assuming that they're going to fall into cliches and stereotypes yep, of being of secretive or annoyed at each other or all of these things. But every single thing that happens, it, like... And maybe it happens easily because it's a movie for kids, but I think they easily could have fallen into the stereotype holes, and they don't. They're no. just like, of course you can do that. I support you. Of course you can do that. I yeah. love you. Whereas with a lot of 90s films, you'll watch and feel slightly uncomfortable at certain people, <laughs> uh, aren't there? There's always some like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it's not like, okay. To be. <laughs> even they, they even touch upon the important discussion around... Um, like how children are are created, you know the bi the fact that she, Mary uses biological father. She yeah. may not know what that means. And the discussion they have a um, Mary is just starting school. She's between four and five, and they all go for the interview. Um, all three dads and the mum, and they talk about the how unusual um, mm. that setup is. And believe me, that that setup still is unusual. Yeah. But it's less unusual now to yeah. have um, two uh, t two mums and or two yeah. dads. And I just think that a film like this, it's it feels very extreme, um, but also it's normal. They painted it really normally for their life. Yeah. Re and even the conversations in the movie, the interviewees, the interviewers sorry at the school are just very much like oh um we can see that this is working and it is a bit unusual and we're just a bit wary about bullying and then they come back with a perfectly reasonable response of like well lots of children in the school have stepfathers or half fathers yeah. and it's the same thing and they're like yeah all right then they and address it, it done sorted whereas <laughs> you know in the night that sort of thing it wasn't talked about i remember growing up with friends who felt really uncomfortable about saying that their parents were going through a divorce to me mm. because my family um, were at that point a, a unit. And that was, it's just really sad to think that that a huge thing is happening in my friend's life and they don't want to yeah. talk about it because my parents are t were together at the mm -hmm. time. I think, like, also for me, it was if you don't, if your relationship with your dad, my dad isn't a massively creative person, he finds talking about feelings very difficult oh, okay. um <laughs> we it, it, it's it's i really craved that relationship that mary had with all three of mm. her dads because not only did they absolutely adore her but they told her that they adored her yes um there are some just some beautiful lines in it jack uh, uh, biological dad um said to her that you know it, you are my biggest accomplishment and probably the best thing that I will ever have created. Now, that is, I'm sorry, but there is no bigger and 
truer thing to say to like your child your child yeah and to be to hear that at a young age and probably constantly if we oh, get, you know if yeah. you think that the rest of her growing up um there is nothing nicer you can say to uh, to your children um to say that you know you are the best thing i've ever created i've Literally. ever done and it, uh, i've having not ever heard that yeah um from my from my dad mm-hmm. i i that's why I watched it over and over again, yeah. and you imagine yourself in her little red shoes, yeah. thinking, "Oh, be and just that house. I want to live oh, there as God, well." The house is oh. gorgeous. The fathers are gorgeous. Uh, yeah, yeah, All three of them. yeah. And this, they're they're great actors in there as well. Yeah. They're really really funny. Um, Fiona Shaw is in. Oh it. my God, Fiona Shaw is in this. <laughs> crushing it. Honestly, all of the all of the names were coming up on the opening credits, and I was like. <gasps> My third note here is this cast. I know. It's amazing. I had no idea. And we recently spoke about Ted Danson. Um, I didn't know he was in this. And then I said, so I've really only noticed Ted Danson since The Good Place came out. So I only know white-haired old Ted Danson. And now I'm going um, handsome. That man aged like fine wine. (laughs) He truly did. (laughs) Um, I don't really know. And I I don't really know Tom Selleck. I I think he was, I don't know, Friends. But I believe he was Monica's. Yes, yes. Yes, he boyfriend was. and friends. Yeah, yeah. Those dimples. <sighs> yeah. Bloody hell. Like, I... Oh, God. I was like, I get it. I've, like, heard things about Tom Selleck, and mm. Tom Selleck is handsome, and he's a leading man, and I was like, whatever. He, for me, is more than George Clooney. But, my goodness, yeah. there's a bit in this movie where he turns to Sylvia at the end, and he just over and over says, I love you. I yeah. love this about you and I love that about you and I love the way you do this I I love the way you bite your <laughs> lip when you're feeling nervous and you're doing I it love right the, now and I just and I think oh. so you talk about like wanting Ted Danson to tell you that you're his biggest accomplishment I paused this movie oh. I rewound it and I rewatched Tom Selleck oh. saying I love you and did you stand in the, in the position <laughs> as though he was talking right I was like <laughs> Emily I'm craving this Talk I to need me. this like healthy normal sweet sincere it's, yeah. a, it's a kids movie and people always what I love about this podcast is so often you think kids' movies are going to be phoned in and they're going to be half-assed because who gives a shit about yeah. kids? They're kids, they're stupid, they don't care, no. they don't know. But no, every single kids' movie is way better oh, than anyone yeah. gives it credit for and the acting in this, it is so funny. They pull off every joke that is given to them yep. and his acting at the end oh, is so sincere and so real that oh. I had to rewind it. it, is, it, it even me now, like I'm getting goosebumps yeah. over it. It's just it's, so it's st- And there's a Morris, for those who like cars, Morris Traveller in there. It does get <laughs> damaged significantly, but it is a beautiful car and I, I have one because oh, of that film. Amazing. Um, I mean, I get so excited when American movies come over to England and oh, I did not yeah. know that this was going to happen. Yeah. So I didn't realise Sylvia is English. Mm. And when, I, when it first started, Started, I was like, what is her accent? It is a bit mm. weird. And I don't know if she's an American putting on an English accent and that's why it's weird or or if she's just a bit weird. I yeah, don't know, no. but there's something going on there. And so halfway through the movie, Sylvia agrees to marry her director, which is a bit dodgy, who's like ugly, let's be honest, yeah, um, compared to the three gorgeous <laughs> yeah. men that she lives what with. What thinking? <laughs> and they decide to move to England and he, of course, lives in like Kentwell Hall, um, oh, <laughs> essentially. And he's dreadful to marry. And again... It's that excitement of knowing that at one point that man's 
trousers is going to drop and yeah. it's going to show his whole ass and I can't wait for it. I'm yeah. like... And I hope everyone sees it. I hope it. everyone sees it. When, like, he's going to be horrible to Mary. He's going to ship her off to boarding school or something and yeah. that's exactly what Let's he does. See, yeah. And you're yeah. like, yes! So it's so satisfying and I love seeing England from an American's point of view because they always take them to like essentially Norfolk and Suffolk. Yeah. It's Slightly either London hillier. Yeah. or like the deep, deep countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they the, they find someone with the thickest accent. Yeah. To yeah. Go, imagine a mini, beautiful red mini yeah. is surrounded by sheep. <laughs> Well, if you go that way, you won't get. Da, 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 da. Don't go that way, yeah. and then you and you think. Oh. Thing is, I've been on yeah, journeys like that. It's it's, it's not even exaggerated. Yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. I I I love that transition to to England as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the 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 house is is humongous but cold yeah like truly like Tudor mansion with single plain glasses and a butler who again is just such a fun funny character playing games with uh, Mary so so charming what did you make of the mother-in-law no, the mother. No, the mother. The yeah. mother. Uh, no, the, the, oh, the Hancock. grandmother. Yeah. Grandmother. Yeah. So again, great casting. Deliciously, um, well, that's the thing, isn't it? So she's meant to be almost a sub-villain in that all she wants is for Sylvia to get married and have a stable in England thing in England, and then because that's what's right. And again, I've come from a family where the generations above have pushed those messages onto the generations just above me who have then suffered for having those messages pushed on them. So now that generation's trying really hard to the generation below them to, to whilst having them in the back of their head, trying to quash them because we know that dogs are okay instead of grandchildren and we're going to do our best and we're going to support our children. <laughs> you can even be the catwoman. We've decided that, oh, we would really, really love them to get married and like that's what our parents told us to do and all these things. So she's, she's a product of that very mm. much. But she, so it's, and it's only what looking at it through a like 30 year old lens that I'm like, ooh, like I kind of sympathize with her because yeah. I can see where she's come from and what, and she just wants the best for her daughter. Yeah. But in the realms of the movie, she's meant to be like a wicked witch. Yeah. And I, what I love about it is that you've got the, the three dads in the house when she comes over to visit and they're just, you know, you've, your mother-in-law jokes times three in a way. It's like <laughs> yeah. there's a one bit where the two of the dads have brought in all of her bags and everything, all very expensive, lovely bags. And Jack comes to the top of the stairs and goes, "What? No furniture?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And then he goes, "Is it me or did it just get cold in here?" Yeah. <laughs> just think, yeah. It's very um, just the way that America meets meets England and like the mm-hmm. huge stereotypes. I wonder, like going um, back to relationships and things, whether America. Oh, this is probably general, massive generalization or stereotype. Are Americans more playful when it comes to parenting than British parents? That's do you think? Really interesting, especially in the movies. We really got the extreme of what you'd understand a British childhood to be like, which yeah. is strict boarding school, mistrunchable vibes. Um, but then American movies meeting the parents is always still scary as well. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it's it's class really has to come into that conversation That's because. True, yeah. Off, more often than not, a non-playful childhood 
comes from a more wealthy family and vice versa. And so in the realm of film, whenever you need someone to have had a strict background, usually that's come with wealth Mm. and expectation and pressure. And that will always be the difference, I think. And so Sheila is an actress and you can only really pursue acting successfully if you come from a wealthy background. Um, Like generalization there, but more often than not, we've got the cast of Eaton currently leading every movie that comes out at the moment. Um, So, yeah, it's an interesting question. It is. Uh, I wonder as well though, if it's because when you have mostly men um, firstly, Sylvia's not going to have to get harassed and annoyed and run down in a way that a normal housewife would and that that makes her aggy and annoyed and stricter mm. because she's sharing all the chores and she's sharing all the hard work That's with these what three I loved other seeing. men. Yeah, and I loved that they'd they'd voted Peter, one of the dads, yeah. to Pete to be the like the the dad of organization because mm-hmm. he's an architect, he's very organized. <laughs> um um, and it just appears that they've all got their roles within, yeah. and maybe if it is split a bit more, because it's more so, room for people to have fun for people who are in um, a relation like a heterosexual relationship of man and woman, and you've got children. Um, it, it still is, unfortunately, if you tell yourself truthfully, the woman of the household doing uh, the doing the majority of the uh, I'd say I call it mother load, but. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, the chances are the mother will know the, the, the sizes of, what, you know, what pants your kids need. Yeah. They'll know the term dates of school. They'll mm-hmm. know when the kids' parties are. And that's no criticism. It's it's about yeah. really having to look honestly at your relationship and yeah. sharing those roles. And they seem to have had that conversation yeah. in this film. Um I love that the cooking falls to Sylvia and she's hopeless. She's so bad at it. That was one of my first notes. I love it when a woman can't cook yeah, because it's, it's so rare that you yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. And she makes the most bizarre concoctions. Liver mousse and poached eggs. <laughs> and there's this one scene where, and we've all done it, let's be honest, try to get a cake out of a cake tin and oh, it ain't coming out. And she's... <laughs> and when she comes out, she's like, I'll oh, just slop some brown chocolate <laughs> yeah. on there. Yes, and it looks like a part of shit, doesn't it? Yeah. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy. Uh, and you know they eat it. And they eat it. It's just the, the just that's the dynamic. Respectful and yeah. supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Whereas Edward, good. when she serves up her liver mousse and poached egg, says, well, "You know, we do have a butler for. We do have staff for that." And she's, but I enjoy, I enjoy doing it. it. It's and part they of know her. that. And he says that at the end, "I love your liver mousse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a mess. <laughs> We're literally a mess. I can't. I can't go on about how how fabulous this film is. Really, the it's music so as well is another oh, really energetic. The, I mean, it opened as you said with this mural being painted oh, on the yeah. wall and it's gorgeous and it's got this funky song and we're seeing New York and they're moving into this it's gorgeous fast forwarded as well which yeah. I think is really effective really clever like. and so I was just immediately on board yeah. I was like funky 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 yeah. and they're all there with their like um turned up 90s jeans oh, yeah. and their cool jumpers and and you're they're not you know what it is as well the most attractive thing in a man other than being able to dance really well is laughing at yourself yeah and they can all do that they don't take themselves too seriously they don't take each other too seriously but they are still able to have serious conversations i mean there was just so many um good 
just going back to the mother in response to the men being goofy there's a wonderful moment where they do a rap oh, <laughs> just as the mother-in-law's turned out or the like, do, you want me, do you want me to sing you a lullaby <laughs> I want a rap song <laughs> and they all three of them do it where she thinks oh Peter won't do it because he's you know he's, he's serious he's, one. but he's he's part of it and they're all just so silly and I, I love that when you can tap into your parents' silly side, that's Literally, when it's the best. That's of when them. it's the fu- yeah, exactly. And it's and it must be so hard because you as a child must be such hard work, and there's so much. So easy to say no. It's so easy to say no. It's so easy to be stressed. Yeah. It's so easy to be mean. But actually, it's it's uh, take, I know it's really hard to do, but if you are a parent listening, take yourself on their level and get into that imagination with them because it's far nicer than the real world, yeah. and they'll soon learn that. Yeah. Um, I love nothing more than than you know dancing in a silly way with Billy and yes. um, and putting on river dance and pretending I can do it. Oh and, my god! Yeah, it's great. And yeah, exactly. And like we, my poor mum, like when we grew up, my dad was fully ready for children he was like 10 years older than my mom and so he'd married her and was like children time um and she was clearly still coming around to the idea of time <laughs> i didn't know my body could do that and then whereas my dad was like ready for children so he was always really playful and really imaginative and really creative and really hands-on in that way mm. Um, and so mum would always come across as a bit more spiky and level-headed because it's like, no, like they need... And was she carrying go... a lot of... She, of the... Completely. Yeah. Everything. Everything. She was carrying everything She didn't the have the headspace time. for it. And she was working. Yeah. So... She didn't have the headspace for it. And exactly. that's, that's actually what... That's what's also not fair is that when... Yeah. When... So then she's the villain. She's the villain for because practically getting fun. them dressed. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. And putting clothes... So, yeah. And you can see that when you're 26. Of course you can. When you're six, you're, you're like, like... Oh, Dad's fun, you're not. Dad said that we could go swimming. Why are you saying that we can't? And she's like, because of like a million reasons yeah. that your father could have just checked the diary to yeah. know yeah. but has refused because it's so much easier. Like, I th- it's a movie. I can't remember which one, but they, they talk about it like, oh, it's really easy to turn around and be like oh let's go and do this oh let's go and do that any i think it's nativity weirdly martin freeman talking to uh, the, yeah. the thing and he's like it's anyone can do that any idiot can say let's go see a sheep mm. but you need to also teach them morals and goodness and things practicalities and, yeah and absolutely exactly um, it's really it's a it's a really difficult balance but uh, i like I say again, those discussions into the roles that you're gonna you're gonna fulfil, spice it up. It's, mm. There's nothing nicer. My husband and I, we don't get it right all the time, but there are days that he has Billy, days that I have Billy, and we try and swap the roles around as well. If they, yeah. if you're watching telly with a lot with your kids, put on Bluey if they're quite young. Because I've been meaning to watch that. <laughs> that is, you'll you'll like it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really enjoyable to watch anyway because it's just silly. Um, but they're, they've obviously, the parents on there have had a discussion about not necessarily what roles, but the way they're going to parent their children. And mm-hmm. so many people don't talk about that. Yeah. Before you decide to have children or perhaps when, 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 when one of you are pregnant, you need to maybe just discuss. Because don't forget, you are coming from your own family experience of being raised by whoever. And they are coming from what yeah. you think might be a similar um, upbringing 
but I promise you it isn't. Mm -hmm. You get twins, they will have had a different experience growing up. Um, Even though they've been put together all the time. Their outlook on life is so different. And you've put these two people together to then raise their own. Mm -hmm. Take the best bits from yours, the best bits from theirs, and try and work out what your triggers are and what makes you cross and work on yourself on that. That's what I found it just being... That's what I've loved and found really difficult about becoming like a new parent is just like oh wow I have these tricks like I can't cope with waste food waste Mm. I find that really difficult and Mm -hmm. whatever reason if if we're cooking and like flour goes somewhere I'm like catch the flour and it makes me really like angry and I say I need to like learn to like I don't know why I'm like that. And it's because <laughs> my grandma raised us really with, with my mum and dad both working. Mm-hmm. And she was always a stickler for waste. Oh, don't waste that. Let's scrape that up off there and put that in yeah. there. Um, so it's amazing what... What, what picked up. Yeah, what and things... And you bring in to That you'd never dynamic. know that you had until yeah. until perhaps you, you have children or yeah. a dog. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are things that the dog, the dog <laughs> triggers me in many, many ways. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <sighs> but yeah, I, it was a joy rewatching this film the other day. Yeah. It was like, oh. And I realised stuff in it that either I'd never heard the word horny and I never really knew what that meant. And I was like, oh, he says it's horny. so <laughs> funny. You think of kids' movies nowadays and safe feels like a very loaded word. But this movie, I assume, is for children. Yeah. Um, obviously adults as well. They say bastard, they say penis. Yeah. But what's wonderful about that is, of course, a six-year-old is going to say penis. Yeah. Because, I assume, because they'll have heard it somewhere. And then uh, it's all very... The dads try and navigate that, and then Sylvia takes it upon herself to navigate it. And mm. it, again, it just... And they, they laugh about it as well, and they laugh about how each other reacts to it. What I like about so the, the, the swearing that's in there is that it's it's impactful. I don't like. Mm. I'm not a prude by any means, but I find that if if every other word is a swear word in yeah. a film, I find that just a bit just a bit boring actually. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a proper you bastard yeah. is just. Oh. It just yeah. it, it's it's exactly what it says on the tin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, literally. It wants to cause pain, and hopefully it does. Yeah, mm. oh, it's so good. Um, I'm just going to run through some lines that I've written down that I love. After the rap, the grandma <laughs> literally leans back and she's like, "I need a drink." <laughs> <laughs> so good. I imagine any grandparents. There are moments because <laughs> had to watch that. Like the next generation, <laughs> you're looking on, just going, "Yeah." I don't know what they're doing. What is happening? It's bizarre. <laughs> um, oh, uh, he, Edward, the, the new husband, mm. um, has a go at Ted Danson and uh, behind his back and says that his acting's not very good in a commercial. He couldn't act constipated very well. Ted gets really riled up and he's like, go, go on, you do it. You act constipated. <laughs> that really funny. There are funny bits in that. Because he also says, like, truthfully, he says, when you were constipated on that time, I really believed. And, and he does start taking that as a compliment. And then everyone else is like, huh? It's, yeah, it's, it's really clever. It's very it's funny. It's such good stuff. And um, Sylvia does a, a classic slap at one point um, she oh, gets really yeah. riled up and slaps which which is always a really interesting very conversation yeah. um, <laughs> and Ted Danson responds with uh, well they're for it now they, they love each other I still love the first woman that hit me yeah in this case true oh it's definitely true um, I like that they have that really honest conversation later on of like you love her 
Yeah. And it's, it's like this epiphany that hits him. It's like, yeah. But she doesn't know. And it's, it's answered, they answer all of these questions about what type of love there is. Yes. It's the Greeks, isn't it? They've got like seven different words yeah, for love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they just describe so beautifully. They do all love each other. They say it as well. I've got a note here. Men saying they love each other. Yeah, they say, they I love you. Say You're a great loud. friend. You, you don't, you need to say stuff Men like that. Men don't say they yeah. love each other. Even Lord of the Rings, which is one of the greatest male oh, friendships, yeah. they don't say they love each other, I don't think. Maybe they do. But like men saying they You'd love remember each other. It, if they said it. It, it was a huge thing as well when Colin Farrell recently took his Golden Globe for the Banshees of Inisherin, and he said, "I love you, Brendan Gleeson. I love you." And it's like, yeah. yes, yes, more men should tell each other that they love yes, each other. Yes, they should. They should, and they do in this film. And it's um, from 1990. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they felt. I don't know. Did they know? Do you? Th- it's so funny because it's like, was this a joke? Was yeah. all of this? meant to be a joke is it meant to be a bit quirky that they say that they live together so. that they say they love each other or was someone really onto it and being like this I is i'm so. gonna do the most wholesome thing yeah because it is wholesome there's no piss take in this yeah. there is like the, there are moments where um tom Selleck is particularly just oh it's just beautiful acting it's just Honestly, the acting in this film is above and beyond. It's so good. And do you think, like, no, no, if you were going to try and do it as a piss take, you'd be like, oh, well, I need to change that. And, you know, it's it's not like that at all. I just, it's beautiful. He's beautiful. Really wonderful moment where Ted Danson dresses up as the vicar to try and mess up up the wedding at the end and he's got these horrible prosthetics on and he doesn't look like actual old man Ted Danson at all. He looks gross and awful. But then there's a wonderful reveal where it's like, ha-ha, the marriage is not real because I was a fake vicar the whole time. Also, that wraps up my little uh, arc of everyone thinking that I'm a shit actor and I'm not a shit actor because I duped all of you. But he's like ripping off all of the prosthetics in the most dramatic he like rips his ears off and hands it to the vicar then he rips his mouth I wonder how many times he did that and it's just fantastic and then again it is just followed up quite reasonably so by another absolutely fantastic line from Sheila Hancock I've died and gone to hell (laughs) (laughs) I've died and gone to hell another bit I love from the wedding scene is when the uh, is is when Edward's um, butler starts standing up and down I'm doing I'm, I'm starting a wave. <laughs> and it goes on for so long. We've just cut to the audience of the wedding as we're waiting for the vicar to show up and we're waiting for the groom to show up. And he's just standing it's up and so sitting down. And, and lifting his arms. And sitting down. And the people next to him are sort of looking at him. And you are, as a, as a member of the audience, like, like, what the hell what is, the hell he, is doing? he doing? Is he, like, looking for something? Is he trying to get someone's attention? And then he just turns to the person next to him, I'm trying to start a wave. <laughs> it's so... Funny, and it holds nothing to the plot. No. But it's a genuinely funny moment. Like, whoever... Like, was that improvised? Like, I don't know. It was He's fantastic, though. Yeah, he so played good. being old superbly. <laughs> so well. I'm going to the... Um, to the boarding school Pileforth Academy. Oh, my God. Wasn't it horrible? And, like, people still go to these schools. Yeah. And I know that opens up a huge can of worms. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine with me. But I know that I could never send my children to... to Complete silence in the dinner hall. Yeah. Um, rigid hor- walking rigid, down, the, um, down the corridors. Uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no personality, no nothing. And yet Fiona Shaw, who's the headmistress, is like 
batty. Yeah. She's completely batty. So it's like, well, why aren't you installing any of that energy into... That's what she's known. This. It's what she's known, isn't it? That's thing. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. Yeah. I, mm. like, like nightmare school. Um, it reminded me of the demon headmaster. Like, how yeah, that used to... Really, really odd weird. and off-putting. Uh, which is great when it's like, that's the villain of the piece. Yeah. Like, being sent to boarding school. But she's a great character in it. But, I, I love her. I love that the headmistress comes around. And she's so yeah. game as well. She thinks Tom Selleck's coming for her. And then he's not. And she's like, oh, no worries. We'll go and save but your he wedding. Is, he is so gentle to her, though. I think he could have told her the truth a lot earlier. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I was a little bit like, just put her out of her misery for yeah, God's sake. Yeah, but I loved, I loved how he said, you know, he was really kind to her. He said, you know, you are a really attractive lady. And mm-hmm. he says that so sincere. So sincere. To the point where she goes, I know. <laughs> and, and you think, yeah, good for you. You should know. Yeah. Because you, every you woman are. is beautiful. Yes. And you damn well are as well. Yes. Even though you're bonkers. Yeah. In fact, because, it's because you're bonkers that exactly. you're so beautiful. You're so mad. She should go out with Edward. No, yeah, I've solved it. No, no, yeah. she no deserves better. Yeah, she does, Edward. actually. Edward's, Edward's horrible. horrible. And again, it's that... Um, that sort of sneaky horrible of like, darling, we're going to the National. I want you to be my Helena in a midsummer. And it's it's not because we're dating that I've chosen you. No. And it's like, ugh, the rest of the cast isn't going to think that, no, I assure you. No, I, it's everything that I... It's, you know, the fact that he wears a waistcoat as well. Yeah. He'd be one of those, can I say, wanky people who would yeah. wear a scarf as well. Oh, like a white, like a white short yeah. scarf, you think. Oh, God. And he'd flick it and go, darling. And you'd be like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> oh, Sylvia, what were you thinking? Oh, Sylvia. And it's because she was panicking, because she yeah. knew. And again, she's true to herself. She doesn't, she has, um, so many reviews I read of this, but like, Sylvia has no um, grasp on her own ability to do anything. And it's like, yes, she, yes, she does. does. She's being pressured by her mother. And, you know, she's reasonably thinking about her career. Yeah. Because, because it does open up the conversation of like, well, actually... I also have needs. Mm. I do want to go and play Helena at the National because that would be an astounding achievement of my career. And if I'm able to do that, that's great. But my daughter 100% comes first to the point where she was going to turn it down. And she's convinced that she should be able to do both. And she didn't want to let down the the, the dads in her life as well. Yeah, she's like, they all love her. I couldn't rip her away from them. She was trying to, I think... uh, She was making a stand for herself. But... um, I say, I say, like trying to have it all. I hate, I hate that phrase because mm. I think, I think all women can, um, and it's not about having it all. It's about having equal opportunities. Yeah, and which, all implies that you're doing everything to one hundred percent as yeah. well. Which makes me like, sad that she's CEO. like she sees that marriage is that is, is what yeah, gives her that, and it's adds like, to that, and and it will with the right person. Yeah, because. Oh, I want yeah. to know what happens next. Me I want too. to know. If, I want a three men and a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I want to know if they all stay in the same house. Yeah. Or whether the other two dads stay in somewhere. Because there was a another sort of mini subplot where the third dad, the satirist, um, was trying to hook up with this woman yeah. a lot. Carrie. And that was a struggle with the child in the house. I want them to Tim Burton and Helena costume drama it and get like three adjoining houses so they can sort of live so he can have his private time with his woman if he wants but then he can also pop round and like parent Mary on a Saturday morning or something that's nice yeah I think we need more 
We yeah. need more answers. Yeah. Whether the I mean, time has passed. This is this is the kind of time that this kind of property, if it was proven to make enough money, there's no reason why Disney Plus wouldn't do a either mini series. You know, they're bringing everything that I literally cannot even begin to list the amount of properties that are being brought back into the mainstream rather than original ideas. Well, I think your people speak to their people. And <laughs> we'll get the ball rolling. Because we'll the, I mean, they're all still around. I'll buy they? it. I mean, I'm, I'm just, there's, there's one viewer here who will definitely buy definitely it. Definitely on board. Because, yeah, Ted Danson's looking better than ever. I'm sure the little girl's still around. Maybe Tom, it would Tom be. Tom Selleck's still around. I'm sure Maybe it would be like, like, what would Mary be doing? What, what would she be doing now? Would she be Would she artistic? be like an architect or would she be... Would she be a creative? She... Would she be none of that? I, I can't imagine her rejecting it so far that she'd be like an accountant. I think she'd be like... Um... How would she split her time? Like she'd be, she'd have her own diary. It'd have to be she's come back from you. It'd have to be like she's getting married, or I don't want her to get married. Well, I know. I was thinking that that's the obvious route because it's too far along now for her to be going to university. Yeah. It was progressive then. It needs to be progressive now. Yeah. It well, if she's getting married, she's get married to a woman. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. Oh, yeah, I don't want her to get married. Uh, maybe she's taking... Uh, what's a big milestone in somebody's life that you all get together for? Or it could just be a slice of life where, again, we just... I mean, it could be a Thanksgiving yeah. moment. There needs to be a Thanksgiving dinner in it. A oh, bit yeah. like... Or could it be like a Fleabag second series? Oh. Could it be something like that where it's yeah. just utter carnage? <laughs> Oh, I can't lie. I don't want it to go too dark because it's a ha- it's all the, happy. Yeah, it's, it's got to be wholesome. That's the whole vibe, wholesome and progressive. Um, the the way for these things to work is that somebody has to be dead. <laughs> I'm really sorry. One of the dads. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to have died. I think it could and, be. And maybe it's the funeral that we all come back for. Yeah. May, and I think maybe it needs to be like a, this, again the strain of Sylvia and um, Tom Selleck's character of like she's left home mm. all kids are leaving home or maybe they didn't have any more children and face that face that um, that journey together yeah. or maybe they're still like fostering or adopting and it's utter carnage oh yeah like um, the Steve Martin one where he's got like a million kids yeah Something like that. Something I don't like know. That. Leave yeah. it with us. I mean, we've got ideas. <laughs> I definitely think there's scope for it. I think there's an audience for it. I think it's time for it. And it's the perfect sort of IP to bring back. Yeah. Um, there we are. Oh, it's so cute. Even the posters. It's lovely, isn't it? So cute. I'm so pleased you got to watch it and enjoyed oh, it. I'm so happy that you suggested it. It's it's a real joy. Like I was so gutted with all of the letterboxed reviews of people being like one and a half star, and I'm like, you know nothing of life. You know nothing exactly. Like it's so easy to watch this kind of thing, and they they must be doing like why would you as a like 40 year old male sit down and watch this other than to then be like oh that was awful, and it's like well there's not. You're clearly not taking... There's lots of things there for you. Mm. You're just clearly not going to take them or you're going to find it silly. It doesn't connect with you. Yeah, exactly. And doesn't mean it doesn't connect with a hell of a lot of other people. It doesn't mean that it's bad, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it connected with me in a way that 
Yeah, I cried several times when I rewatched it recently. <laughs> and I just yeah, and it was it was just beautiful. It was more beautiful than I remember. And yeah, bearing in mind, oh, I watched good. it over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's my it was my comfortable, happy place. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I take from from that, like I hope to be a, 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 as fun a parent as I can be. Yes. Um, like they are with with dear Mary. Yeah. Lucky girl. Are you going home this afternoon and I wanna starting give him a, a big mural? Hug. Yeah, I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna write on all the work. <laughs> My husband will go mental. <laughs> The thing is, I can't draw. Um, ah. I'm creative in different ways, but yeah, yeah uh, uh, kids here enough knows. Let's just fill them with yeses. Mm-hmm. That's me. I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming oh, on. It's been a pleasure. More like therapy, really. Isn't it? <laughs> well, this is what this is. You know what? This is why I love this podcast because it's it's what it is. You as a kid, and I know not everyone grew up watching movies, but I did and I learned a lot and I grew a lot from them and I like to think that lots of other people did and as you say this was almost like a father figure for you yeah yeah yeah. it's a film and that's that's mad but it's so important and it's so relatable in so many ways and and watching you know film growing up watching films um I always connected if ever I felt ill at school I always wanted to go home um have a box a tub of uh chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream and watch the little mermaid or this or you know (laughs) you know it's just things that brought extreme comfort of being at home Mm -hmm. now thankfully like mary my my home was always really comfortable yeah i always felt really happy at home Mm -hmm. um so i yeah i emulate that i'd like to emulate that as much as possible um but yeah the ice cream i just that that and oh dearie me it's not healthy but there we are Oh, who cares? It's not Films. Meant to be. Brilliant. Yay. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> <laughs>